Greetings and welcome to The Scale Gap, the greatest FIFA podcast that is now on the planet. After three episodes, we have reclaimed that title from Foot FM, <laughs> and it is my pleasure to introduce Persian. Persian, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know you'll be extra excited after last time's, last night's PSV game. 100%, 100%. A thriller of a game, dude. Thriller of a game. Last minute goal. Love it. Love it. But 3-2 versus Basel, right? I mean, mm-hmm. on paper, that doesn't look good to me. I'd be worried. Nah, right? it, nah it, it was like a FIFA game, man. <laughs> they saw the goal <laughs> twice. They scored two goals. So, yeah, FIFA's realistic. Great game, dude. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. I guess with that said, I guess our job is done here. We were wrong. We were wrong. Yep. FIFA <laughs> 19 is a phenomenal representation of the sport. And GG's, GG's all we around. We take everything yeah. back, man. Yeah, but since FIFA 19 was great and we have nothing more to say about it, today we're going to talk about FIFA 20 <laughs> again because, I mean, most most of you will already have seen it, I hope. If not, you know, there were some pitch notes that came out at the, sort of around the same time last week when, uh, you know, more information about the game came out. And then also there were a bunch of pros who went to Berlin, Game Changers went to Berlin, and they played basically... The same, if not a very, or at least a very similar version to what I played in LA. And so more and more people started to find out about it. So today we're going to talk about those pitch notes. Persian, have you read the pitch notes? Yes, I have. And I mean, before we jump into it, thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, it's hard. It's hard to say after just reading what it says, right? Because like they're explaining it, but you haven't seen it like in practice. You haven't actually yeah. played with it, so it's hard to like say anything conclusive about it. But the first thing that really came to mind is like all these things that they like are promoting right now should have always been in the game. I have to say it. I know it's like whiny, but like I have to say that these are all like fundamentals, like being able to score one V ones, right? These aren't things that like you have to add to the game. They should all, they should have always been there. But on the other hand, it's good that they listen to feedback and I hope they like hit the nail on the head here and make it, make a good game considering like one V ones and all of these, all of these things are like fundamental parts, but there are things I don't like about the game because We've been saying we like the passing system in FIFA 17, but they didn't introduce the passing system of FIFA 17, but they brought back crab walking, which was one of the most broken features of that game. So I don't understand like what their thought process was. And they're saying it's like brand new strafe dribbling, even though it's like exactly the same thing. So I'm really confused as to what they're thinking there and why they keep adding like mechanics like this. But we'll go into that later, like. We, we can go down the list and we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, first things first, like the 1v1s. And obviously, uh, when they advertise this whole new aspect of 1v1s, what they mean, at least according to the p- pitch notes, like you just mentioned, strafe dribbling is like one aspect of it. Basically, they the, the vibe we get is they want to make 1v1 scenarios really uh, just important all around the pitch, both in terms of what you'd think when someone says 1v1s, like finishing, and like you said, I mean, I mean, you say it should be a basic, but I say it's uh, it's genius marketing. Give it, remove <laughs> one of our human rights and give it back to us the next year. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> and make us well, thankful for it as well. Like. Yeah, hey, let's go, dude. I can score. It's happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, what they mentioned in 1v1s, uh, I guess 
the first thing they talk about is spacing and movement and uh, it's there's two things about spacing and movement in this pitch notes which I, one of which I like and one of which I don't like this one I kind of like because they talk about restructuring the air positioning but more uh, keeping them keeping the players on the pitch you know reacting in, in a more sensible manner so hopefully this will result in what I've always wanted where <coughs> teams hold their shape more and instead which would then result in you being able to score and concede less goals where the opponent has little or nothing to do with it you know when your fullbacks just get dragged out or just mm-hmm. spaces open up hopefully this means this is what it means because if it is i'd be really happy because i've always wanted a game where it's like you know you're not going to get as many free spaces but at the same time if you don't play or switch you're kind of screwed and i think that's did you the best of both worlds. did you experience that while you were playing the first build you played or did you not really notice anything different i think i experienced it more than 19 for sure right so it was it was better in that sense but uh so maybe they went a little bit too far because obviously we'll get into the other side of this um Mm -hmm. because it's not like you're in this pitch note yet but because the other aspect of this sort of staticness is bad in the sense that actually i'll get into it now what they do say later on in the pitch notes is that they're they're putting a focus on what happens on the ball and everything off the ball is a little bit slower. So maybe defensively that's better, but offensively that kind of kills uh, a lot of my game, a lot of people's games really, because the way I have played a lot of the time, not every attack, but there are some attacks where my mentality is like, I'm always one pass away from breaking him down. But for that to happen, not only do you need passing to be good and the like, defenses to hold their shape so that you can have somebody, uh, you know, running behind and pick out the pass, you also need runs to be happening. But if they're slowing down everything on the ball or off the ball, that is all the offensive round, uh, runs and the only focus is you, the guy with the ball, the guy in front of the ball, and maybe like one or two players next to you. I think that completely kills the speed of the game, the tempo of the game. I agree. Like the way they explain, they, they they literally write players will have more time to read situations and plan their next step, putting emphasis on more tactical defending. But at the same time, players will be more responsive and faster than before, allowing for explosive run and breakaways. Well, I don't know. Like the whole players will have more time to read situations doesn't really like sound great to me because. If you're a good player, you'll be able to read situations even if you don't have the time, right? I mean, that's yeah. like kind of the that's kind of the skill gap for me. Because it's it just sounds it I don't know, it's like hard to like judge. Like I said, it's hard to judge, but the way they write it, it sounds like they actually dumb down the game and slow down the game for well, quote unquote worse players, you know? Like it, it just sounds weird to me when they say that. Because reading reading the game was never the problem. Like being able yeah. to being able to intercept balls that you read was a problem, but not not necessarily reading them. So, yeah, so I don't mind. Mean, I don't mind the fast paced game more than. So you mean the problem was never the speed? That is. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was. It wasn't the speed for me anyway. So I don't need. I don't need the game. The game to be slowed down to a to a snail's pace so we can so I can start reading the situation because that was never an issue. I guess this is kind of goes back to like, uh, and I've seen you complain about this, 
a lot as well because how often will you be on social media and people are like well would you rather have croquetta spam or crab walking and you're like sitting there thinking why is there an ultimatum you know what i mean yeah 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 in this situation you know i've been complaining for the past two years so much about decision making right i want a skill gap to go back to decision making in the sense that you know a big part of the skill gap uh at least in FIFA 17, obviously it wasn't perfect, but it was more there than FIFA 18. It was, um, okay, you'd get to the byline, that's great, and you'd sweat it, and you'd driven past it across the boss, uh, the box, which is great, and then the ball is coming to your striker, but now you still have another decision to make. You have to shoot, probably first time, or maybe decide if you have to take a touch, and then decide which side to shoot, left or right, and you do that based on how many defenders are on which side, where the keeper is, blah, 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 because... It, it was more of a game that you could even get into that position and still not score because you chose the wrong side. Whereas now in 18 or 19, you get into the equivalent positions for those games. It'll still go in regardless of your decision, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't go in, people will scream, oh, it's an AI block with negative connotation. But like, yeah, it was an AI block, but you shot into the AI player. What'd you, what do you expect? So mm-hmm. it seems like they don't want to give us a fast game where decision-making matters. So now they're going to give us a slow game where decision-making matters. But that's not like what the decision making isn't really special in that situation right like it's because it's slowed down so like i don't know it's like i like we said before it's hard to judge based off just text and you have to play it before you can actually judge it but like it's it just sounds weird to me man yeah and the reason why i'm extra worried is because i have i have played it so now we have this mixture of like you know reading these pitch notes at face value and then reading them with you know uh, me having played it a little bit, and that was something that I didn't like about that game. I felt like I felt stuck outside someone's box when the whole defense was set. Use, because use the exact words you used against me. What do you remember? What you said? Oh dear! Uh, when, you, when you said this, you literally just said they won't move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just don't. They don't move, dude. They don't move. That's why I said once you start playing people who are worse. The game got a lot harder because I, I was playing this top 100 guy and like he would risk getting out of position sometimes. So maybe, you know, one time I would pass around him and then I have, you know, one more player in the offense. So now I have something to work with. The guy who's worse will not be player switching. He's just going to run back. And so if I don't dribble fast enough towards his box and his whole defense is set, then you're stuck and you have that feeling, yo, no one's moving, bro. No one's moving. I don't want to always have to do 17 passes to break him down. Even if that always results in the same result and I break him down, it's like sometimes you just want to have one. Yeah, like no one moves. And that's what really, really just killed my vibe. Who knows? It could be just the fact that it was my first day playing and then maybe with some experience... It gets better, but overall, I mean, there's a reason why chess is like extremely skilled despite you having more time. And even then, when you have more time, when the timer goes down, you don't have that much time. But like, there's so many things you can do in chess. You can't have the speed of chess in FIFA and expect it to have the same sort of skill gap. Mm hmm. All right, let's move on. Which, where are we now? We passed game flow. I mean, the tools we kind of touched about it. You talked about the new screen yeah. dribbling, right? And you're not really yeah. excited about that. I hate it, dude. <laughs> it's not. It's not even that. Because you could abuse that so much that the thing is, in FIFA 17, 
we didn't have to use it because like the core mechanics, the passing made made the skill gap so big that you didn't you didn't really have to use it, right? You can you could beat players that abused it by just playing your own game. But if you introduce this broke if it's broken, if you int- introduce this in a game that isn't great, oh man, we're gonna have the same problem as Croquetta. People are gonna just just basically crab walk all around the pitch trying to find space, and it's not gonna ha- be a good look, man. It's not. But here's the thing, I'm not sure based on what I played because I, this is the one thing that I would need to play foot to be 100% certain, but I don't know if it's can if the game can exist without it in the sense, because people were saying, okay, ignore strafe dribbling because I remember saying L2R2 is gone, no touch dribbling on the right bumper is gone, close control on the left bumper is gone. And it's just now a mix of close control and crab walking. Like it's just both of them fucking combined. And so I'm thinking, can you get past someone just with left stick dribbling? The answer is yes and no. I think sometimes you could like wiggle around in the box, but I don't think with left stick dribbling, you can wiggle around from coast to coast sort of thing. I don't think it's, I think that's where you're, the strafe dribbling might be needed. Why would you, why would you need strafe dribbling? You have skill moves, you have like body feints. Like why aren't those things like, like the normal basic skill moves? Why couldn't they get you in those situations? I mean, they should, right? But, and maybe again, it's a matter of fact that I just didn't play that FIFA 20 version enough, but it's just, it felt like the skill moves that I've been accustomed to, so whether it be the Elastico or the Burba or the uh, the Body Faint especially, they were murdered so hard that either I need to find what skill moves work or all skill moves are just so slow that... <laughs> so you're saying because they broke them, they're bringing in strafe dribbling? Like, it's just, no, I'm not I saying that's why. I'm just saying, you know, assume we start FIFA 20 and then we say strafe dribbling is OP. It's one of them things where even if you nerf it, it's like it's too late. The game's already the game's already screwed in the sense that it was something that was broken, yes, but it was the only thing that gave you like a tool to move in because I'm not sure if left stick dribbling will be enough. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's not a good sign at all. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't make me happy, dude. The only thing sounds- I have, yeah. Go for it. It's for it. it sounds like it's all like like the I don't know. I don't know how to really explain it, but it sounds like the game's like clunky it has clunky dribbling basically is what you're saying it's weird though because it's not as clunky as 19 because those animations of hunching over don't occur as much but it's just so slow that if you tried to left stick dribble around someone it would just take so long that anyone with any sort of skill will eventually player switch <laughs> to the center back and it might be you. because you were playing head to head right yeah exactly so that's why i'm thinking uh, well you know maybe once you have team of the year mbappe you're just flying you know but who yeah. knows We'll see, yeah. I guess. Um, what did I want to say about that? So, what what about like um, the lofted ground pass and the lofted pass? This is your thing, like the dink passes that you. Yeah, because uh, I I was yeah because I did. I mean, it's it's like a bittersweet moment for me because I'm like hyped that some passing criticism on my end was taken, especially because I spoke about the dink pass. But when I gave my feedback on passing, I put the dink pass. That was happening, and if you don't, if you're listening, you don't know what it means. It's like when you play FIFA since FIFA 17. Sometimes you'll do a ground pass, and the game will just lift it up for you, right? That doesn't happen anymore in FIFA 20. There's a manual command. You double press the pass button, 
or the ground or the through ball button and you get a lofted version of that pass and it's just it was on the lower end of the list in terms of priority because FIFA 17 had it but it wasn't as much of a problem because it could be lofted but if it's not assisted and the defenders are active it's not really that much of a problem right mm -hmm. so I mean I'll take it but I think in the grand scheme of things it wasn't one of the feedback points I had for passing that was huge priority and I remember I even I even suggested the double x command for it because that's like no-brainer right like double shoot used to mm -hmm. be driven pass or driven shot now double pass can be this new passing mechanic and honestly it was one of them things which I was pleasantly surprised in the sense that it wasn't as broken as I thought it was going to be like it was useful in certain situations to sort of enter the box but at the same time it was intercepted more often than I th than I was expecting but it's again it it's it's good that it's um intentional now so they they took it out like it, it doesn't happen automatically right like the lock right. that passes anymore well Never. i guess that's a good thing that's always a good thing if they uh if they take take that out like it reduces the rng normal passing and at least when someone does it to you now you know it was intentional right so yeah i guess the be best mad. case i mean the best case thing about it or the best thing about it is that the worst case scenario is that you're only going to suffer against it if someone, your opponent knows it, about it, right? If it's that yeah. broken, that's yeah. the only way you'll suffer. That's true. But, that's true. I mean, hopefully, it's the thing, it's one of them. It's, I put that next to straight dribbling and just left stick dribbling in general that you'll need to play foot to sort of mm. know, know the extent of it. All right, then let's move on to something more positive. The jockey system. You were, you were happy with that when you played the first build, right? Oh yeah, this 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 is probably. I remember seeing people talk about crab walk being like bringing back FIFA 17. This is the by far the biggest thing that reminds me of FIFA FIFA 17. The stray or no, the, the active active jockey system. Just a fancy way of saying when you jockey now manually with your player, you feel like a god, kind of. Um, mm. It's good. It's good, obviously. But what it doesn't have from FIFA 17 is that the passing assistance is still cracked out compared to 17 so even though you feel better it's and sometimes it's just a placebo effect the same results kind of happen so that's why i was saying you know passes aren't as uh, nerfed as i would like them to be fair enough fair enough uh what do we have on the list uh composed finishing <laughs> <laughs> is that under decisive moments yeah it is isn't it it is yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I don't like because first of all, the big header that says decisive moments. I don't like this because we've seen so many statements from 17, 18, 19 <laughs> with these words like epic moments, dramatic moments, decisive moments. I don't I, I don't like the vibe this gives, you know? No, get, I agree. Yeah. We get so much that seems so much out of our hands. In composed finishing, the first thing, if you're on the page notes, you'll just see a GIF with people doing finesses, which is great. I think finessing should be the best way to score. Uh, I just don't understand why it's like so up and down. Like, why are you changing the fundamentals every year? Mm -hmm. The thing is, that's that's what like I already can f like kind of predict. Like, they're gonna change it like in FIFA 21 again, right? They're gonna change like how you score because it's been like this every year. Like the way you score has been different every single year. So like in one, it was like um, 
the driven shot, the other one first post, then it's finesse shots, then it's this, then it's that. So it's like this, it's different every year. And I hope, I really hope they like have some consistency when it comes to finishing from now on and they don't change it every year. Yeah. If it's good anyway, like I hope it's good now, <laughs> like disclaimer. But here's a question for you. Did you think that FIFA 17 finishing was boring? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, but that's good though. Because if you break someone down, you want to have a consistent way to score, you know? Like what what, what, what about it do you mean it's boring? That, that there weren't as many, many long shots? Uh, or it was always a driven finish, right? That would work. That's uh, that's what I see a lot of most most of the time most of the time you could score in other ways but most of the time people would take the safe option yeah that's true I guess so the reason that kind of it's one of them where it kind of bothered me when I would read it because like yeah maybe every time you're in front of net it's the best thing to do to driven finesse on the side like the same way it would be IRL really but I just don't agree with putting a negative connotation next to the word boring in that case because, yeah, the finish was the same, but I scored more variety of goals in 17 than I have in 18 and 19 combined just because the way you got in that position was always, like, different. So Absolutely. It's like... Plus, I don't understand. Playing. I don't understand because, like, in every game, there's a meta and how to score. Like, the same shots work. Like, the same way first-time shots are really OP in this in this one, right? So like, yeah. what do you mean by it's boring? Because like every game has their own way to score. So whether this it's is, whether it's driven or whatever, like broken long shots, I'd rather have driven shots. You know? Yeah, this is just the unfortunate result of the, you know, when someone is good but maybe not good enough to like take that next step. When you're good, you can sort of find the things that work. When you're even better, you can mix it in right one time you score from the left side one time from the right side one time you pass in through the box one time you sweat it through the byline if you're just good you're always going to do the same thing over and over so obviously you're going to get bored right mm -hmm. but the problem with that is that you can't come at me and tell me a 60 meter finesse shot is a breath of fresh air like it's up to you yeah. to spice in your game up in a game that allows you to do that you can't expect the game to change because you just don't have the the sort of ability to do so I agree. I mean, I, it kind of reminds me of like of Fortnite when I would watch the top, top players and I'd be like, damn, these guys could have any loadout and switch out their game accordingly. Meanwhile, I'd, I need a pump, you know, I needed a pump, but it, it's mm -hmm. my fault. Like I was it would it have been more exciting to be able to beam someone in close quarters with a with a sniper. Sure, dude. But I can't do it. Like, And they're not going to change a sniper into a, a shotgun just for me. So I don't mm -hmm. understand why they have to create different shots and equate them to like to driven shots. It just that's not how to make a game exciting. I agree. So the setup touch. What do you think of that? Well, I know what it is, but I, because I, I've played it right. But I've seen a lot of thoughts. I want to hear it. What you think of it? Are you worried about this? Uh, they say you need space to do it, right? Yeah. So the question is, how much space do you need, and how's that going to work out in practice? But uh, I don't know. I I can't really I can't really tell because I don't know. Like, 
in theory, when you look at it, you're like, it, it doesn't look that bad. And it's like, okay, it's realistic, blah, blah, blah. Cause like it's happened sometimes in football as well when the ball, when the players just roll the ball and find themselves some space. But I don't know. It just sounds, it just sounds like it's going to be one of those things that is <laughs> hard to counter, you know? Like, I don't know, like if, cause picture this, picture a situation where there's people around the box. And this is a really good way to score. And people start doing this, right? And start shooting like finesse shots from just like right out, right outside the box and like block trajectories and it will still go in. It'll become like another like broken feature. So I can't really tell unless un, un, until we play it and until we see it in actual like practice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have some good news and some worrying news. <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh this was so easy to do i think everyone was spamming this within like five minutes just because they're like oh. oh by the way try this uh it's easy but at the same time i don't think i saw anyone use it with success because in head-to-head at least when he sort of because you see the gif of this happening in the pitch notes mm-hmm. you just push the ball out in front of you and you set up the shot this happens so slowly it's it's actually unbelievable so that was good. I don't think I saw anyone even pull off a shot, let alone score with this. It just takes too long. Second of all, uh, well, second of all, the worry for me is that I think it's going to happen. What's going to happen is the classic improper use of it. I think there was something else about it that kind of made it special. I think you could use it as uh, the same way you would use a croquetta. I think once you have like the faster player, I could see people do one, then do a setup touch after a setup touch over and mm-hmm. over and I think you can just use that uh, as a way to oh, sort dear. of nutmeg someone or like <laughs> you know the the old they used to have this in the old FIFA's hit the ball one side run on the other side I could see that happening I could see this skill move uh, sort of being used for something other than it was intended like it has that do you, potential do you feel like if they if people practice more with it they might score more consistently with it or was it just like you felt like it's, it just wasn't that good like scoring wise I think uh, I couldn't tell if the shot per se was like super boosted after it uh, after you do a set of touch because again it was so slow that I'd block it most of the time and I wasn't really trying it but I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case the same way like this year if the ball's in the air and you flick it up all of a sudden you got a really nice mm-hmm. trajectory coming for you mm-hmm. uh, so that's I just hope they don't buff that. The one thing they definitely need to not do is make it faster because then you're opening up the gates. You're opening up a bunch of possibilities. Yeah. Did you see the um, uh, slightly above? They added a ton of commands. I mean, we talked about the double pass and the double uh, or the, the, the lofted ground pass and the lofted ground through pass where you just press the pass button twice or the through well button twice. But they did driven lobbed through pass. So Octopus mm-hmm. Nation over here, both bumpers and the triangle button. Slow dribble is now L2 plus R2. So I guess that just means the ball is closer to your feet. Setup dribble, strafe dribbling. Like there's so many new commands but one i didn't try is a driven lob through pass i think that scares the living crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's because they just put the commands in there so like oh we, we're gonna have to see like how it works out it's like they can put the commands in there and they can put a name on they can slap a name on it but it's not gonna tell me like how it works out you know yeah and i think so that was like added after to... my builds <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I actually did not even try it once. And maybe it was there and I just didn't know. But 
yeah, I'm really worried. I I can feel, I can taste the case. I kick off glitch off <laughs> off kick off with that the new variation. Oh dear. It's sad that like every feature that's announced and every like mechanic that they introduce, we keep thinking about the broken things that are possibly going to happen when when these things get introduced. I mean, it's bound like to happen. FIFA in a nutshell. Yeah. At this point, it's guaranteed that maybe not all, but at least at least a good chunk of them will be insane. I mean, mm-hmm. and then they introduce abstract concepts like a ball physics. I know exactly what they mean by this. I mean, what what kind of so then? That's why I'm interested. Like, what kind of vibes did you get off of that? I have no idea, man. As soon as they say ball physics, I think about all these, <laughs> all these broken, like you know, the clips that are on YouTube and all of all these comical situations. What happens with the ball, and even even when the ball goes through people's hands and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, man. It just, I, I don't know. I don't know what they. It, they probably mean swerve, like the swerve yeah. on the ball, the curve on the ball. But I don't know. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know why they chose that GIF in the in the pitch notes. There's a GIF of a shot just swerving top bins, and that's yeah. always weird. Oh, they, they, they were talking about bounces, right? Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Just overall, the ball all around the pitch in all situations. Oh, actually, now that I now that you said it, I did, I did want to add on to that because they were talking about pitch wear and tear, right? And it also oh, yeah. influenced the bounces and stuff. And that's what, that's what worried me even more because – what we definitely didn't need is more RNG. And if you <laughs> bring that into the game with pitch wear and te- like nobody asked for this, this is what this, this is what I'm wondering. They're sitting there. Like how do they get, get to these decisions? Like who, who asked for pitch wear and tear and that, that would have any influence on like how the ball rolled and the bounces. And like, I don't know how they get to these ideas. Like I really don't. Yeah, I really, and I think it wasn't specifically answered whether or not, it will be seen in foot champions. Obviously, the desire is no. All we know is that the wear and tear of a pitch won't get worse as the match goes on. It'll just be like a default within that one stadium. Um, but for ball physics, the reason why that could be really huge, even if it's not in foot champs and even if it's a draft, you might play a draft with someone who's like the max, max out their stadium for pitch, pitch tear and wear. And that's bad because the ball, the first thing I noticed when playing was that the ball was extremely bouncy and it felt a lot more like real football in the sense that the ball could go anywhere at any time, any second. Kind of like when you see a slow motion replay of a striker hitting a ball coming into him so many times, the ball will like bounce up last second and Mm -hmm. like you'll be like, oh, that's why he scuffed it or something. But that happens all the time. And yeah, it's realistic, but I don't know how I feel about it because... Obviously, it's going to lead to so many more bad touches, bad shots, bad passes, which are out of your control. But it is what it is. But the question is, how much worse is it going to get with the with the pitch being like, I don't know, someone chooses their pitch to be decimated yep. because they love that. <laughs> you're, you're literally going to have to play <laughs> long ball football. But this is, this is what I was worried about. And I tweeted Tom Coffey, like uh when he did like a Q&A on Twitter about these uh, pitch notes is what I was worried about is exactly that. If you play foot champs and let's say, let's say this works, right? Like you can, you can like basically pick like a, a really bad pitch and um, the ball's going to bounce all, all around. What it's going to do is people are going to all going to try and play home. Yeah. Like no one wants to play away games at that point. Right. Well, especially if you're like, 
looking for top 100 and stuff like you're not gonna try and risk your <laughs> risk playing on a bad pitch or whatever so i really hope that they um don't don't implement this in foot champs and have like default settings basically when it comes to these things because this is this is going to actually like make everyone only play home games i i can't even imagine i just hope they sort of standardize it properly because Thinking this is obviously not going to affect a lot of people, but thinking about the online qualifiers I've played this year, imagine how many people can sort of try and sneak in a horrible pitch in an online qualifier sort of thing. Yep. The, oh my god, you know. So they really need I'm just trigger a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, when I like you're inviting someone to for the online qualifier for like events, and like someone sneaks in the it's just a stadium that's been mauled by cows or bulls, and then you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not moving today, boys. We're not moving today. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait until they answer the questions when it comes to these things. What okay, about your so thoughts on set pieces refresh? Yeah. Oh man, they. We said we didn't like time finishing. Well, they implemented even more. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, this is not enough time finishing. Dude. We need more of that. Sprinkle uh, it more. It's like." It's like when you have actually no that's not a good analogy because who does that but i was thinking imagine you have like a piece of meat in front of you and you put some salt and you're like that's too much so you put more salt maybe <laughs> more salt will take away the other salt <laughs> but who does that let's be honest uh they definitely know, gave us know. more salt dude i can yeah, tell you <laughs> they definitely hoping maybe hey maybe we'll enhance the correct flavors this time for penalties i don't really mind i don't i don't mind if scoring a pen is t- like insanely op even though i don't think it will be Although I'll say this, I didn't really get to try pens. They were so broken in the in the build I played that there was no way to shoot angles. Every pen would go down the middle, and if you tried anything else, it would go out. So the people who clocked on first to that won the pen shootouts. <laughs> <laughs> For free kicks, I mean, it's kind of cool. On the one side, I agree. You should be innovating because there's so much more to it besides the fact that you can time them, right? There's like five or six different steps in a free kick you power it up you choose the direction and then with your right stick you decide like do you want it to be spin or knuckleball or this or that the problem with that is at what point does it become too overpowered where it's like a it's pretty much not a penalty but you're almost there in terms of how good it is yeah because it's been like this in fifa like in one fifa you can hardly score a free kick and then the other one pretty much everyone goes in right so like it's it's hard to find a balance i agree with that and I agree that it's hard to decide and how how to implement these set pieces, and it's hard to please everyone as well when it comes to that. Yeah, you're putting you're making it more in depth, which is correct. Like it's the right thing to do in the sense that okay, you're adding more depth for the shooter, but for the defender, there's only so much depth you can add. All you can do is move your keeper, and then by the time the shot the runner is going up, you can't move your keeper anymore, right? So mm-hmm. is that fair? Is it fair to the point where you're making it that much of a guessing game? I think you should be able to move your keeper until the last. That might be overpowered as well. But like, I feel like that sense of overpowered isn't as bad as the overpowered sense of the the shooter will always have the last say in which direction you go because then the the keeper is kind of helpless. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, I didn't. I didn't even mind. Like, even when free kicks would go in a lot, and we're like a, we're like pretty consistent in how you could score them. I didn't really mind it, to be honest. Because yeah. I, I personally, I barely foul people in in general, unless like something really like, unless I was really like 
tear it up to pieces by someone but basically i barely foul i barely tackle like i I barely needed to do any of that so i didn't really mind i didn't really notice it but i can understand for people that do play like that it's it's a bit more troubling that's the thing though if um if the the fouls need to be on point right and i I didn't think they were on point i saw a lot of shoulder budges being called that i was like what really that's a a problem though yeah, because uh, you can't be you can't be giving soft fouls. But then at the same time, there were a lot of insane tackles that weren't called. I don't know, man. I feel like they've been struggling with foul calls for a bit now. Um, I think the peak of that was FIFA 16, where I don't think neither you or I gave it that much of a chance because of how stupid that was. But <laughs> this year we've had the tackles from behind, the pushing people over. Eh, you know, if they do this, yeah, this year was absolutely year, broken. Dude. They this year was absolutely broken. Yeah, and then you add the free kicks, and it's just like, okay, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. But I mean, those were the main ones. There are some other improvements that I mentioned. One of the one that I was like, I've, I'm literally still thinking about is ball relative switching. So basically, what this means is that if you go into controller settings, you'll find a bunch of like settings. They added a new one. And this changes how your right stick switching works. Right now, what everyone uses is that when you player switch and your right stick switch, where you aim and where you go depends on where the indicator is relative to your player. So if you left stick, if you switch with your right stick to the left, it'll go left relative to whoever is being selected. But now they added a new option where it's relative to the ball. So if you go up you'll switch in the upwards direction based on where the ball is. So the ball mm-hmm. is always like the full, the center. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, Cause I'm trying to think, I feel like this is one of them things that I, because I, I worry about things that really, you shouldn't really need to worry about. That's just what I do. And I want to make sure I choose the right option for myself. I don't see this ball thing being useful really. Um, I don't really know. I I never really had a problem with player switching when it worked correctly, right? Yeah. So when when it was fluid and when when it was responsive, I never had problems player switching. So I don't know why they felt they needed to put this in. All they have to do is make it fluid and make it be responsive, huh? like basically. So I don't know. I I don't I don't see how how this helps anyone, but like that's maybe just me because my play style and how we play the game. Yeah, I mean, it must. Have, I, they must. Have I don't seen, mind like, it. They can put it in. They can put it in. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. But I don't know who gave them the feedback that they wanted this, though. It and might I'd have not like even be. Yeah, it could have been like they saw that some people were switching based on the ball more often. Maybe they pressed more L one. Yeah, but people, people L one. I guess, I guess that's true. But like, why would you need to? basically sw- I don't know, it's hard to explain never mind just let's, let's just move on <laughs> i understand the question is in like why would you do it in the sense that someone who switches that way is probably because he's not aware of how to switch best and then someone who is that much of a casual per se will not even be aware of the option you can switch it so i think like exactly you need it how are they even gonna find the option to you know what i mean i agree but like yeah. also if you if you barely right stick switch and you need ball relative switching. Why not just use the L1 button? Because that's pretty much what it does. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like an indirect way of saying it's kind of doesn't work already. So maybe they tried to do a better one. I don't know. The thing is, if you if you predominantly L1 switch, you chase the ball regardless. Like you're you yeah. are like a ball chaser. You don't really like try to cut passing as much. You just run for the ball. So I don't know why you would even. If, if that's your play style, I don't know why you would go to right stick switching for ball relative switching because that makes no sense to me. But 
I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Who knows? We'll we'll see. We'll see. And I, I hope someone can explain it next year that uses it. Why they use it? We'll see. Yeah, and there's one actually one more thing actually. This is important because uh, it, it received a lot of negative connotation, but uh, I think it was a good thing. And you might help. You might hate me for saying this, but it says improved blocks, improvements to reduce the amount of missed blocks and added new animation. I think that's a good thing. But before I get to why, what are your thoughts? Why would people be negative about this? Well, because obviously people are quick to jump the gun and be like, more AI blocks. We just told you to nerd the AI don't, and you made more AI blocks, right? That's what don't I'm they mean? Like. Don't they mean? The thing is, do they mean like lunges, as in the lunges, and when when they get nutmeg? Because that's what it sounds like. Because they well, say added new animations. Because this sounds like the whole nutmeg animation, right? Yes, but they specifically say the amount of missed blocks. So that kind of implies blocks that should have ha- happened. I guess. Um, I don't mind it, dude. Like like I said, like we're on the same we're on the same. Um, we're on the same page when it comes to this. When you uh, try to pass into a blocked lane, it should be blocked. It doesn't matter to me if it's AI or if you're controlling that player. Don't pass into blocked player. Like, don't pass into blocked lanes. Find your open lanes. And the thing is, there needs to be, obviously, there needs to be good attacking AI so you can find those lanes. I agree with that. But I don't think the blocks were the issue. Like, Unless people go out of their way and slide, like a slide tackle AI block should never happen. And like, it shouldn't be out of the range of like the the normal player. Like, you know, it shouldn't be, they shouldn't go out of their way to block it. But if it's within their range, they should 100% block the ball. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of them where those who want less AI blocks are too scared to say anything else to sort of admit that their block things should get blocked. And then those who want less dot megs are too scared to you know have more of that happen and, and it concede to the fact that blocks happening from 15 meters out should like stop right so it's just both parties want the same thing but both are probably just too stubborn to compromise the point here is that you know if the blaine is blocked yes it should be blocked but at the same time no one should be running like five meters to the other side to block something that's obviously as well uh, yep. something that shouldn't be um a thing for me i saw that as a good thing because how i perceive it is that they're trying to add animations to stop blocks that should otherwise be blocked so i mean i, I can only be excited for that if that means less of nutmeg nation i'm excited but there was a nutmeg in the trailer so who knows i mean the cynic in me says when when they talk about improvements to reduce the amount it's like so vague because they basically it's the same with the finesse shots right when they patch things and they they end up saying like okay now this is not possible anymore and it ends up in practice the same thing happens you know like it it's still broken and it's still usable so like i don't know we're gonna have to see everything that they say but based on what they say it's positive let me put put it that way yeah, it's probably it's not. They say the direction they went in. Now yeah, it's up yeah, to us to yeah. see how far into that direction yep. they actually went. Yep. Is there 100%. anything else from these things that you want to talk? About? I don't know, like kickoff emotions. Like <laughs> it's Kick just, it's yeah, just that's not so good. gimmicky. It's that's not gimmicky, good, dude. It's Eat. gimmicky so much. Like angry towards opponent, angry towards <laughs> team. Like <laughs> who cares about this stuff, man? I mean, Animations. you can trigger the hell out of your opponent now. 
it's just it's just so gimmicky but i i don't i i guess like it's it's part of like the whole marketing thing like people find these things funny so i guess i, I don't mind it but i just don't get it like i do mind not- it i don't want anyone <laughs> who scores off me yeah, and then after get, their kickoff you get triggered about stuff like that dude yeah but it's like it's like adding to the shush like we already got the shush the dab the watching replays running to the camera why are you adding something else to do i mean that's what they want though they find that yeah. funny i guess yeah i can't wait man gonna get conceded kickoff and then my opponent's gonna be telling his team to like dance or something oh 50 50 tackles what do you think of that one Addresses issues of 50 to 50 tackles, especially with them being triggered in dribbling situations. Oh, yeah, that was, um, I remember this. Sometimes you'll press circle after a dribble, and instead of shooting, your player will actually do a tackle. I mean, this these are the levels of broken we've been playing, right? Imagine dribbling mm-hmm. past somebody, and then instead of shooting, your opponent does a tackling enemy. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> I mean, thank you. That This is much needed. I'm happy this is happening, but... My God, I can't believe you actually have to adapt. I mean, if you if you look back at everything we've survived this year, like you, I almost forgot that there was a good month or two where every bicycle kick off a corner was a goal. Yeah, definitely. This this is probably more game breaking, but we've kind of just let it slide for a whole year. It's madness. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good change for me. Good. Well, at least we end it, end it with a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> as positive as, I can, as can be. Aura asks if, uh, since you have played FIFA 20, do fullbacks overcommit? And I, I can't really answer that to give 100% certainty, even though I would always have the cop-out. Well, at least my build was in the final build, so technically I always have a cop-out, but I don't know. <laughs> I, all I'll say is that you can, you can throw ball around them much more easily. And then Alan asks if faster players will be faster than slower. They yes, they will be, but more than on left stick dribbling situations, you'll notice that difference more when you over the top a through ball, when you do a through ball, blah blah blah. But not actually like dribbling side to side as much. I'm gonna move on, my man. My main uh, Pete said Pete D he, Pete D Heat. <laughs> Um, now my main concern is the t- tackling. I can't stress how many penalty kicks I've conceded due to that. Well, yeah, tackling is pretty bad in this game, to be fair. So I can see what you mean. Mm, I mean, tackling, yeah, that's the thing. I, I was in tackling. A good tackle would have resulted in more positive scenarios. What I didn't like about tackling was just the balance of calls of fouls. Yep. Fuji is my daddy. Was shooting actually composed? The only finishes that shown were finesses. That's the thing. I think we all want a game where once you get to a certain shot, you don't, you shouldn't be forced to finesse or driven. Like there's areas of the pitch where it shouldn't matter when you're literally outside within, in between the penalty spot and the goalie's box line. So literally like less than 11 meters and no one's in front of you and it's only the keeper. You should be able to power shoot, finesse shoot any side, right? But that wasn't the case, no. I was doing a lot more. For example, imagine me having the ball, trapping it with my back to the goal, and I'm on the penalty spot. I scoop turn with my right foot, so I'm going towards the right side, and the defender gets completely beaten. I'm now all alone, slightly to the right. Where do you shoot? Obviously, you're going to shoot far post power, right? I did that like six seven times and every single time it was either saved or it went out so in that sense finishing was garbage but 
you know, if all I have to do to fix it is hold R1 and then they finesse as it goes in, whatever, dude, I'll take it. But. Aura said, how good is the LTRT? Is it as OP as it was in 17 on the build you played? LTRT? I mean, you mean the an crab. L1? Yeah, the new Crabbox? Yeah, it's great. It's phenomenal. I think it's good. it'll be better than 17. Oh, dear. <laughs> is left stick dribbling more like 17? Uh, I guess it is sit more similar to that compared to this year, but it's still pretty far away relative for its time. You know, I think FIFA 17 was ahead of its time for certain things. Now it would be it would be really bad if you played it, but so we'll end it now. Uh Persian, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you. And, you know, as usual, you can follow us both on the handles that are on your screen. And if you're listening to this, if I have decided to add this on iTunes, at Stallion Sama for me, what's yours, Persian? At Persian 7. Awesome. And until next time, peace out.